listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. I used to be somebody who saved lives. Now I'm just Barry Allen, inmate number 3562. Hello again, Central City. These people need our help. I'm not fearless like you are. Having the ability to help someone that's a greater life. Let's rise up. Rise above that fear. It's a brand new episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week we sit down to discuss the DC Triple Shot on the CW. It is Anthony Lewis flying solo this week. Uh, no Glenn. No nobody else. And uh, here I am. Going to be forced to talk about Arrow all on my own. Well, it'll be a quicker episode than usual. So, let's hop right in to this week's uh, DC uh, extravaganza of awesomeness. Uh, I don't know. You can you can already hear the the lack of enthusiasm in my voice as uh, we begin to talk about the Flash season four, episode eleven. It's called "The Elongated Night Rises." In prison, Barry is seen in the middle of a prison riot and uses his speed to secretly help the guards contain the other inmates. The next day, Barry meets Axel, who was later broken out of prison by his mother, Zoe Clark, his father's one-time partner. Uh, Axel challenges Ralph by... uh, Oh, he's the prankster or whatever... Uh, Axel challenges Ralph uh, Dibney by threatening to cause chaos in the city. Ralph attempts to stop him, but is wounded by Axel and is evacuated by Sisko. Ralph sneaks into the prison to talk to Barry, uh, telling him how scared he is, in the hopes that Barry will just stop this villain on his own without uh, Ralph putting himself in harm's way. Barry reassures him that being a hero is not about being scared, but about having the ability to rise above your fear. Sisko and Caitlin go to rescue the hostages, but get captured by Axel and Zoe, who intend to kill them. Ralph arrives and attempts to shield the two from an acid shower until uh, Harrison Wells manages to hack into the showering system to neutralize its acidity. Iris visits Barry in prison, where they reaffirm their love for one another. Ralph and Sisko go to get coffee, where they meet uh, the... A young, excitable girl that we met from Barry and Iris's wedding uh, way back uh, at episode 8, The Crisis on Earth X. And the girl writes in her journal after meeting them, where she appears to be writing in the language that Barry was using when he came out of the Speed Force. So, a pretty good episode this week. Uh, it's still kind of... the. It still feels like the show sort of peaked... With Crisis on Earth X and then the uh, the mid season finale, it sort of it, it felt like the show has peaked. It hasn't quite 
reached back uh, to those levels. It's a roller coaster this show. And uh, this week was sort of just the uh, the Ralph show. He was just uh, it's just one of those episodes. It's you know Ralph's turn to to realize that he's a valuable part of the team, and he's the one that fixes it. This one felt super duper comic booky. So uh, if people have been missing that element from the Flash, it definitely had it in this week's episode. Uh, Barry met. Pro wrestler Goldberg in prison, who does not have the acting <laughs> chops of, uh, say, the rest of the of the rest of the the cast, uh, but uh, did not expect to see him in this episode. So it was a bit surprising uh, to see uh, to see somebody like that just show up in your uh, in your movie. Although he is not the first pro wrestler to show up in uh, the DCCW universe, and especially on The Flash. There have been others in the past. Uh, but it was an okay episode. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to really add to it, but it was kind of just there. Uh, they are setting up something interesting, though, with the girl from the wedding and uh, all of this strange language, speed force. You know, how does all of this stuff come together? That is uh, at least something that is sort of interesting. Uh, all of the stuff with the thinker, that stuff has, I guess that's on the back burner for now. So uh, I gave this episode three and a quarter. I thought it was a, a fine episode. Moving on, we are going to be talking about Black Lightning, the show we just began talking about last week, and it is season one, episode two called Lawanda, The Book of Hope. The two men responsible for kidnapping my girls are still out there somewhere. Come on, y'all, it's time to rise up. We had a deal. Your, your daughter's been running their mouths to the police. It is time that people know Black Lightning is back. So get back in the suit, and let's take these guys down. You know how this ends, right? Black Lightning, my man. We pray at night for the helpless Hoping you get us through breakfast Wishing somebody come save us Jefferson assures Lynn that he's giving up his Black Lightning identity for good. However, he learns that not only are the 100 still running prostitutes at the Seahorse Motel, his daughters are being targeted as witnesses. Jefferson asks Gamby to help him find Lala by hacking the police database. Anissa's girlfriend offers to get her a therapist after the events of episode 1. Will escapes police custody, but is captured and executed by Lala for his mess-up when a former student of Jefferson's named Lawanda tries to free her daughter from the grip of the 100, he promises to help her. Lawanda is shot dead when she confronts Lala at the Seahorse Motel. Blaming himself for her death, Jefferson 
throws aside his concerns and prepares to go after the 100. Lynn visits Gamby and asks him to convince her husband otherwise, but he refuses. Using information from Will's recovered phone, Jefferson suits up and storms the hotel where Lala is hiding, beating him severely just before the police arrive to arrest him. While out shopping, Anissa subdues a robber with her powers. Using his connections with the police department after the Seahorse Motel was shut down, Tobias gets access to Lala's cell and strangles him with only one hand. Uh, so, yeah, this the follow-up episode to the first, which Glenn and I both really enjoyed. And uh, this show continues to do what they did in episode one. This feels completely different from any of the other shows on uh, the CWDC docket, anyway. And it's still focusing around Jefferson, Black Lightning. Uh, I like the, like the, in fact, the first shot we get is him kind of dealing with like old man issues. His body's all achy. He's got to use his electric powers to sort of, I don't know, to, uh, just to get him out of bed, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, the the media is skeptical that uh, you know is he really coming back that sort of thing and it was uh, revealed in the first episode that the reason he stopped to begin with is that it fractured his relationship with uh, his his wife and his family and that is why he stopped but uh, he came to a pretty quick realization in this episode that he has a gift. And that gift can be used to save people. And it would be, at least from his perspective, selfish to throw that away to save his relationship when he could be saving so many more people. And uh, that is often the cross that superheroes tend to bear, and he chose to go that route. Uh, I, I, I was a little surprised. Now, we've seen Tobias a few times uh, now, and he clearly seemed to be the bad guy for the season. But I was thinking Lala was going to be sticking around a little bit more. He didn't make it past episode two. Uh, there's been a lot of shooting and a lot of strangling. This is like a, a more PG-rated version of The Punisher so far than it is like The Flash or Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, it still seems pretty clear to me uh, that the show is eventually going to be about... Uh, his daughters more than it is going to be about him, which, again, I still think it's more interesting if the show is about him. But we shall see. Uh, there's time and there is room for all of the characters to grow. So, And I'm more than willing to give it a chance. Uh, this was another excellent episode. I gave this one a good four, a solid four for Black Lightning Episode 2. All right, let's dive in to Arrow. Season 6, episode 11, called We Fall. The city is under attack. We have no idea where Caden James is going to attack next. Cars, cranes, even elevators are killing people all over town. These are innocent people. This is for you. So that you'll suffer.
begins with uh, some shenanigans. Uh, Caden James is hacking electronic devices all over the city. Uh, a city councilman's car loses control. He gets into a crash and dies. Several people uh, in an elevator get electrocuted, including Frank Pike, a uh, longtime supporting character on this show, worked in The Police Officer with Quentin Lance. Uh, he's dead. Uh, and all of this stuff uh, is uh, now coming quickly to the attention of one Mayor Oliver Queen. And uh, stated, Caden James is stating that this is the one year anniversary of the Green Arrow taking his son away from him. And Caden James demands $10 million by 11.30 that night and uh, every night until further notice. Uh, so they decide to share their intel with the uh, team wild canary dog man team. I don't know, at the arrow B team, they share their intel with them. And uh, we also learn in this episode that uh, Vigilante uh, contacts Curtis and tells him that Shh, he's secretly undercover in Caden James. He's tried to tell this to uh, to Dinah Drake, but she was having none of it. But he's secretly undercover. He's trying to stop Caden James, and he tells Curtis this and provides him with some information that can help them try to save lives. <sighs> well, uh, all of this craziness is unraveling. Uh, It's revealed to Curtis where the next attack will be. New Team Arrow gets there in time to stop it. Uh, but William, Oliver's son, is trapped in the tunnel, ends up being trapped in the tunnels outside of the city uh, as he is on a field trip and bad things happen. And uh, he is now trapped in the tunnels uh, out of the city as Caden uh, James cuts off all of the exits. When fire starts, he jumps into action, showing how much like his dad he is. Uh, he even went back for the kid who tried to bully him earlier. William gets the other kids out, but is trapped by another collapse when Green Arrow and Spartan have to save him. It is at this point William learns uh, that Oliver has been back in the hood for months now and has been lying to William about it. Uh, Oliver has the police create safe zones that are off the grid for people in the city to get, uh, to get there for safety. He then goes on television and makes the promise that uh, people would be safe if they went to these places, but of course this is exactly what Caden James expected, and he had his team ready to attack these safe zones. Vigilante uses Morse code to let Curtis know the site of the attack. New Team Arrow calls Old Team Arrow, and everyone fights off the attackers. Uh, at one point, James, uh, one of Caden James' henchmen has the drop on Wild Dog, but Vigilante kills him instead of Wild Dog. James reacts by shutting down communication and internet to the city, and Oliver ends up transferring the $10 million to Caden James' account. So, uh, this was a better episode, I would say, than last week. I'm... It was an improvement, but I'm still not sure... 
I'm still not sure this is a recoverable show. Uh, while this is an improvement, we have been getting... It, this just feels like every season we've been watching for the last couple of seasons, minus the flashbacks. There are no longer any flashbacks, but Sans flashbacks, this feels very similar to... I just feel like I've watched this... I almost feel like I've watched this very episode at least ten times in the last couple of years. And uh, that is not a good feeling for a show to not feel fresh anymore. And it just is not doing it. Uh, the performances were better this week. The story was a little more interesting this week. Uh, but I feel like we've just kind of been there, done that. Uh, you know, how many times is Oliver going to lie about being the arrow? Uh, is his son going to trust him? Is his team going to trust him? If they trust him, are they going to break that trust again? Because it seems to happen all the time, so... Eh, I don't know. I don't know how many more times I can do this <laughs> story. I feel like they need to move past this whole uh, trust thing, Oliver and trust. I think they need to sort of just uh, just move on from it, maybe, and try something a little different. I'm, I'm not sure what the, the key is, but whatever it is, it is not doing what they've been doing. Uh, at least not for me, anyway. Uh, I think last week I gave last week's episode like a one and a half or a two or something. This this was like two and three quarters. Uh, it was uh, fine. It was okay. Uh, it wasn't particularly good, but it was not awful. It was kind of just there. Well, off, uh, off we move from that fun to talk about more fun. What could be more fun than parting with your money. Uh, but it's to support uh, it's to support us over here at Cinema Geekly, and we suggest the best way to do that is by shopping with our sponsor, ThinkGeek. Head on over to cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek, or click the ThinkGeek link at the top of the page in cinemageekly.com. Do some shopping. Uh, if you're on the page right now for the podcast, you can click the ThinkGeek link, and it'll take you to all of their wonderful DC merchandise and memorabilia uh, pick yourself up something nice. Uh, if you don't want to, hey, that's that's okay. If DC really isn't your thing, I'm not sure why you're listening to this, but uh, they've got everything under the sun covered from Star Trek to Star Wars to Doctor Who to Marvel. Uh, and that's kind of just the tip of the iceberg over there. So support cinemageekly.com by using our link, cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek. Okay, so that is a wrap for this shortened edition of The Flashing Arrow. Head on over to cinemageekly.com and check out the archives of the show. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, uh, by searching for Flashing Arrow and hitting that subscribe button. And we will be back next week, hopefully with Glenn in tow to talk about Season 4 of The Flash, Episode 12, called Honey, I Shrunk Team Flash. Black Lightning, Season 1, Episode 3, called Lawanda, The Book of Burial. And Arrow, Season 6, Episode 12, called All for Nothing. Nothing.